Sure. Speakers. This one. That one. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I can hear you now. Cool. Hello. Hello and greetings. So uh, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. I mean, I think your episode was like one of the top two performers. So that's cool. Cool. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Um, so I have no idea who should pick a topic. Um, I think it's technically my turn, but if you had something that you were interested in, I'm glad to have you go. I do not. I was hoping you had something for us. Ah, okay. So, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I don't know if these are because there's like good topics or, or too many topics that I don't think will go an hour. Although I've been wrong every time I've thought that. <laughs> uh... All right, so and let's let's do let's do a weird psychic-y kind one. What if every person who ever lived became a ghost? Like haunting type ghost. That's a lot of hauntings. <laughs> yep. So like the, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, what's the cutoff point, right? Because, you know, evolution is not a cut and dry thing. It's not like all of a sudden one person is born and the last one that gave birth to him wasn't a person. So, uh, when did the ghost start? Right. If every person that was ever alive becomes a ghost, when did that start? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you have any thoughts. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say the first Homo sapien, but again, like when? When is that? Like, exactly. The, the mother to the first Homo sapien was was what? Not a Homo sapien. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess right at some point that had to have happened. Yeah, so but it's, but it's pretty blurry, right? I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's an evolutionary gray area. Exactly. So to take away like um, the whole like PC part of it, um, I just say that we cheat a little bit and we include just some vague, you know, amount of like, uh, like the, the the predecessors, right? Like, oh god, I follow this YouTube channel and I'm having trouble, like. Neanderthals were like an offshoot, so they weren't our ancestors directly. Um, but there's like Homo ah Homo habilis. That's an that's an hmm. old enough one. I think that's a few million years old. So we're okay. safe. Um, are are we? Would this be generalized as like cavemen? Or yeah, essentially. That... Okay. So, so thinking about that, how would a caveman haunt you? Would they even like? <laughs> are, they, are they trying to hit you with a big club all the time but it just doesn't doesn't make contact because they <laughs> or <laughs> yeah that's 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 a really good point so first of all they wouldn't have any houses right so <laughs> <laughs> right so would they yeah you'd run into them out in the wilderness where there's not a lot of people around anymore i, I don't know yeah pretty much so like First of all, um, animals would have to get very, I don't actually, I don't know if animals would like even detect these things. Although in, in movies, well, right, it's always the dog that detects the yeah, ghost Yeah, I first. mean, and a, and a lot of people say that their cats see ghosts all the time, right? You'll right? see a cat staring at a spot on the wall for hours and just be like, what, the, what am I missing here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. 
my cat was freaking out this morning running around for no reason i was like what are you chasing (laughs) there's nothing out there yeah uh well poor animals then because they're probably well maybe they they just they'd roll with it it would just be normal to them they'd be like yeah there's all these other things that that these big hairless cats don't seem to notice yeah essentially they'd they'd eventually get used to it it's like ah leave me alone (laughs) right i mean animals are pretty pretty freaking adaptable right yeah the dog loses a leg and the next day it's like it never had that leg to begin with it's just nope no more leg that's all right let's where's the food which this is a weird tangent but um years ago i was watching uh, a penn and teller show called bullshit um which i mean reminds me i have to put the explicit rating (laughs) on this podcast Um, i love that show yeah i mean they've had some misses um but their hits are pretty good but one mm-hmm. of them was like these weird trends that uh, people do for their pets. And have you ever heard of nudicles? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I mean, maybe I saw that episode, but it's been so long. Yeah, it's it's fair. It's been like a decade and a half now. Um, nudicles were. Re- <laughs> I'm gonna wait until you're not drinking, just in case. <laughs> um, they are prosthetic balls, so that once you're at your <laughs> neutered you just put it back <laughs> it's like that's the, it's the, it's for the owner the, the pet doesn't care <laughs> yeah the dog does not care dude they're not missing those balls at all they just <laughs> yep do they wait are they implanted or i'm picturing this little string that you just tie around the, the dog's <laughs> the dog's waist with these balls hanging off of it <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a, it's like a strap it's like truck nuts no it's it's they actually do implant them <laughs> it's, you can just do it yourself just with a little twine and a couple marbles you know <laughs> oh man that's hilarious and the weirdest part is that they have different firmnesses. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. I mean, you have to expand your market if you come up with an idea like that. You can't just sell one type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although, oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I just imagine someone like, well, you know, these these aren't useful, so I'm just going to make these like um, the, the, the no-slip things I'm going to put underneath my mug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So yeah, so, the, Why, so the, I I need to have an idea like that. I mean, the person who made that probably makes more money than I do. Oh yeah, selling yeah. fake balls for rich people's dogs. Yeah, the, the, I f- I found the real trick to grifting people is to tell them they have a problem that they don't know exists, which isn't real. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, you're <laughs> you've cornered the market already, and you've supplied the demand. Yeah, yeah, you create the demand, and you supply the solution for it yeah exactly it's perfect the only thing that's better is if you can charge for both sides yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so okay so we have animals that are freaked out probably for a while but like you know this is evolutionary time they eventually get used to it um although that does leave some i'm saying the animals are unaffected an animal's born there there's ghosts everywhere that's normal for their life yep although i would think for at least a little bit of time depending on how cooperative the ghosts are right so if the ghost is like just friendly to the living um it could like help on hunting raids. it's like look i'm gonna scare the hell out of that thing it's gonna charge (laughs) me it's gonna go right through me and then you can (laughs) get it Mm mm-hmm uh so speaking of these ghosts what limitations do they have or are they able to manipulate objects in in our reality like you know are they knocking things off shelves are they rattling Mm -hmm. chains what kind of ghosts are we dealing with here that's a oh that's a good question um because there's no there's no real ghost that we can compare to um (laughs) so uh, yeah yeah. Are we talking ghosts of Christmas past kind of ghosts, or are we talking Casper the Friendly ghost? Maybe Ghostbusters types of ghosts? I mean, we got a, a wide range here. Yeah, so so I, I, I want to keep the margins wide. So let's say that they're not visible all the time, right? They're not just like a see-through person all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they basically, 
conform to like scary movies. So most of the time, all they can do is like make cold spots, make, you know, like, sure. like little orbs in the air, you know, all these things that are debunked, you know, like, you know, they can mm -hmm. do, they can do EVP, all the stuff that that's in the scary movies. Um, but I do like the idea that at least sometimes they can move things like on rare occasions. Like if it's, if, if it's a particularly persistent ghost, um, <laughs> You know, I'm thinking of the movie ghost now. <laughs> it's a real go-getter of a ghost. He's... Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> really applied himself to this whole ghosting thing. Um, <laughs> uh, in that, I mean, in that case, I, well, here's another question. Are we aware that all these ghosts are around? I assume at some point humans are are like in on it. Or do we live our whole lives just not knowing that there's ghosts everywhere? Yeah, I think so. Due to like population numbers that'll happen over time, I'm pretty sure that we'll just be aware of it eventually. Like there, there will be enough repeatability that like we'll event. Like at first, it'll just be like an obvious thing, and then people might attribute it to other things. But eventually, like we'll be able to scientifically show that there mm -hmm. are ghosts, right? Like, we'll and there get... would be so many of them. Exactly. Theoretically, a hundred billion of them, because that's how many people who have ever lived. Jesus. That's a, that's a lot of ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Would we... I wonder if, if people would spend their lives in a state of abject terror all the time? Like, would we, would we always be frightened of the ghosts? Because it's pretty scary thinking there's a hundred billion supernatural beings out there. That's that's a good point. <laughs> that can mess with us. Uh, and I guess that, that leaves the question of how do they become ghosts and do we know that? Or can we figure out how people become ghosts when they die? Or is this like we're dealing with a completely unknown phenomenon? Mm, that's a good point. So... Yeah, it's weird because is there a, is there a getting used to it, right? Because right people people can get used to a lot of stuff, right? We just we don't have the capacity to be shocked and scared a hundred percent of the time. It it just it's too tiring. Modern life shows us that that is the case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I mean, I think we get used to it, but like. There's there's a lot of like add-on effects like there there's kind of silly effects that I'm thinking of but there's like kind of some profound ones like people will know that there's an afterlife right, right. that'll just be guaranteed um, so but not the afterlife maybe not the afterlife that a lot of people expect there to be right right where you where you're being judged of some sort for how you lived your actual life. Yeah, exactly. It's like once you're dead, you just, you just stick around. <laughs> <laughs> or people would think, well, people turn into ghosts and that's like the, you know, it's like purgatory or whatever. And then eventually mm. they move on from being a ghost. Cause would we know that those same ghosts had been around forever and none of them had moved to a different plane of existence. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. In this theory, they're ghosts and they just stay ghosts forever, right? They stay yeah. on Earth as ghosts forever. But in most people's, or most, like, pop culture understandings of ghosts, right, they either have unfinished business mm. or something needs to happen for them to move on to the next step. Yep. Although, oh, man, th this could be, like, a movie. Um, but the unfinished business thing just really hit me with an idea. Like, mm -hmm. imagine if humans had to do something, right? And we just don't know what it is. So literally every ghost has unfinished business because nobody's <laughs> done the thing that they're supposed to yet. <laughs> this is like a cosmic the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry for anybody who just lost the game. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's that exact same premise, right? Everybody's playing but you don't know until somebody tells you right everybody's needs to do this one thing but nobody knows what it is 
Yeah, exactly. We're all playing the same game without knowing what the rules are. Yep. Although, wouldn't it be funny if, like, in this this hypothetical universe, aliens come along and they just it's like, "What have you guys been doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you didn't drain the oceans? That that's that was step one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bonus points for the mo- the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, that you actually have to do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a pretty that'd be a pretty uh, daunting one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So that that could actually be like a thing for that a you know again a religion could could come around to. It's like well, you know, if if people suspect after a certain amount of time that nobody's going beyond you know the, the ghost phase. Um, mm-hmm. that they would just say, well, we have, we have to figure out what it is we're not doing. And then all these religions would have different answers to what that is. Of course. I get, I guess that leads me to another question because if we didn't know and right, we have all these questions about what it's like to be a ghost or why they're ghosts or why they're not moving on. Would psychics be able to communicate with these ghosts? Now that we now we know there's ghosts out there, is there some way for certain people to communicate with them the way that they purport to now? Yeah, it feels like with the number out there that it wouldn't even necessarily take a psychic. It would just take like a scientific method and a particular ghost who was like good at doing things. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> you you might try to invent a machine that's really easy to activate so that like, you know, you could literally have a ghost rider. <laughs> nice. Yeah, or you know, knock one trinket off the shelf for yes, two for for no. Something something real simple like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think you would need psychics to communicate with them, especially if there's that many of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, okay, so now we can at least have rudimentary communication with the ghosts. The first thing that we need, that we would do after that is put the ghost to work. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one thing this ghost can do? Now, how do we monetize that yeah. ghost doing that forever? I mean, the easiest one is cold spots. Uh, you 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 hire them to to be like central air conditioning. <laughs> Ooh, good. <laughs> That's good. What else do ghosts do that would be? helpful or productive well the ones that could move things might be like really good in like um like uh what do you call them like nuclear nuclear reactors i mean they're already dead they're not going to get irradiated it's like hey can mm-hmm. you move this control rod <laughs> <laughs> yep yep put them yeah put them in places that they that would be dangerous for humans mm-hmm But again, that's assuming that they can move things repeatedly and and on a regular basis, and not just you know, like you see in some movies where they can move things just slide across the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it <laughs> might also be like um, you could have like you could hire them to have like a harassment campaign. It's like, look, I really want to get this person to leave me alone, so you just mm-hmm. hire like a whole bunch of ghosts to mess with them. <laughs> But wouldn't so a hundred billion ghosts is I mean what that's like it's ten ghosts per person or something, right? A little Ish, bit yeah. more than ten ghosts per person on the planet right now. So we'd already have like would an, another group of ghosts coming to bother me really be that different than the you know ten or so ghosts that are around me all the time anyway? I mean, I'm probably used to it by now. Oh, another few ghosts showed up. I <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, most ghosts, like, they they won't have, like, so many of them won't have any connection to anyone living that they would be able to track. So they'd probably be incredibly bored, mm-hmm. right? So either that means they don't bother anybody because they don't care, or they bother everybody because they have right. nothing else to do. Right. So yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, 
They're going to be, yeah, they would be extremely bored. I mean, immortality is boring as heck, right? Right. Eventually, especially if you can't do yeah, anything. Yeah, is, yeah, in immortality where you have very little control over where you're, you know, the the reality that you're living in uh, would be pretty boring pretty fast, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Of course. I don't want to be a ghost. <laughs> that, that's fair. Uh, but, like, would the, the question is also, would the ghosts be able to interact with each other? Hmm. Forming ghost societies. Yeah, because it would be so much worse if they just didn't know the existence of any other ghost. They right. think they're the only ghost. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I would imagine that they would have to all exist on the same like metaphysical plane. Yeah, let's be nice to the ghosts. Let's give them that. <laughs> so, okay, so overpopulation's a thing now. There's way more ghosts than than there is probably space that they want to live in. Mm-hmm. Although if you're a ghost, maybe you're just like, hey, I'm going to live in Antarctica because the cold doesn't hurt me and i like mm. penguins hey that's a good point yeah although somebody it was it was a, a what if uh question which works out well from um randall monroe the xkcd guy mm. have you mm-hmm. he's had three books now have you read any of those no i haven't so I, I definitely recommend them um one of them was what if everyone on earth got together and jumped at the same time what would that do to the Earth's orbit? Mm. And the answer is nothing uh, because of conservation of momentum. Um, but then the rest of the question is saying, well, first of all, everyone on Earth, if you like pack them together, would only cover like the state of Rhode Island. Right. So that wouldn't be too bad. But like 90 some odd percent of them would die because they wouldn't have enough resources to live to get back from where they to get back to where they came from. <laughs> It's like, oh. well, Rhode Island has one international airport. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah so, that... like... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I'm, I was just thinking of that 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 hypothesis, right, of if everyone got in the same place on the planet, assuming they all got there by some extraordinary means or something, mm-hmm. what would happen after that? That's another interesting hypothetical to think about. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's a future episode. Yeah, I mean, I it's funny because we could do takes on his entire book because he has like three page. I mean, it depends on what the question is, um, but varying lengths. That they're all very amusing. Like, what if you hit a baseball at the speed of light? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, most of them have something to do with physics. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. So let's see what else. Um, so uh, one of the other big things that would be a thing is um, like language, right? Would the ghost be able to learn new languages? Because somebody that was born, you know, 100,000 years ago wouldn't have anything recognizable to a modern language. So would right. they be able to learn? You would hope. Yeah. Or would they need to speak a language, right? Don't a lot of ghosts communicate telepathically? Well, I mean, it, de- it depends. Like, I always thought that it was it was less telepathy and more like they were sort of semi-taking over the person. Mm. And since a ghost doesn't can share, like, the same space as, as matter. Uh, so that would work potentially with humans. But if, like, ghosts want to talk with other ghosts, like, say, someone born in 1500 Spain wants to speak to somebody, you know, like, from 3 BC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ghost language barrier. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be... That would... Yeah. I guess that would be um, quite an issue. Like, how many languages would there be spread amongst the 100 billion ghosts? Right, because it's probably That's... languages that we've never known because they were never written down. Right, dead languages all over the place, native mm-hmm. languages and civilizations that came and went before any recorded history. Although I do like the idea that ghosts just standardize on Esperanto, but the living didn't. <laughs> the ghost got it all figured out. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... I guess that I'm just trying to think about like shows or movies that I've seen with ghosts and they always just speak the language of the people that live wherever right. they're at. Just like, like sci-fi. It's like, we've gone to this planet and they all speak perfect English. Yeah. <laughs> or they're communicating in their language, but they have some sort of special, you know, trick that you hear it in the language that you understand. Mm-hmm. I wonder if ghosts would be able to do the same kind of thing. Yeah, it certainly would be convenient because the idea of like, like Duolingo for you know ghosts, is is an amusing idea. <laughs> Bu- but... Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well yeah, jeez. So, do the ghosts? What what do they do all day? Can they can they do things? I mean, I guess their main purpose is haunting people. Right, yeah. But again, usually ghosts, in our understanding of ghosts and from ghost stories, they haunt people because they they need them to do something, right? Or they're trying to tell them to do something. But if these ghosts aren't trying to get anywhere else, what's their motivation for haunting us? Yeah, exactly. It seems like maybe it's to not be ghosts anymore. Like, I know that some horror movies have been, like, the, the, the dead envy the living, so they want to be alive again. Um, mm-hmm. So, geez, that, that, imagine trying to, like, fend off possessions, like, like everywhere. Being possessed. Yeah. Or maybe that's a way, because I was wondering, how do you pay a ghost? So, like... In this universe, you'd pay a ghost by by letting a timeshare you for a while. <laughs> uh, that's that's interesting. So, what happens to us? Is that like a little mini vacation for us if a ghost is possessing us for a day or whatever? Like, do our brains just shut off and we get a nice, good, deep sleep? Or yeah, I mean, that, are we, that's are we along for the ride? Yeah, I mean, I it, it could go either way, right? Like we we. We're, we're just making up the rules as we go along. I I right. like the idea of just essentially being uh, taking a nap because mm-hmm. the idea of like experiencing things with no control over what's going on probably is not fun and probably <laughs> something that you wouldn't want to use as compensation. It's like, there's nothing that I want you to do that is worth this. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, being trapped in your own body and seeing it do things is probably not a fun experience. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen um, Stargate? Mm, I saw part of it maybe a long time ago, but ah, okay. No, well, I'm not, no, I don't. I don't know much about it. So, a brief primer for you and anyone who isn't aware: Stargate, the main bad guys, are these aliens that like basically curve around your spinal column and take over all your physical functions, but mm. you're fully aware of it. Um, mm-hmm. And in the show, people are people who are like possessed this way, are like this for like thousands of years, and it basically mm-hmm. like destroys their mind. Um, sure. So, so yeah, they mention that it's not a, it's not a good time because some people <laughs> are able to get away from it, right? Right. Yeah, I think you would you would go crazy, and but you go crazy silently, right? Because you can right. communicate with anybody that you're how you were feeling about anything. Yeah, exactly. So I like the idea that, like, you can set an amount of time that the possession takes for, and you can, mm-hmm. like, you know, set parameters. It's like, well, you know, you, you can't jump off of a building, right, while you're taking Right, yeah, I was just I was just going to say, if that's the case, then you're kind of, you're taking a nap and the ghost is possessing your body. What are the legal ramifications, then, for whatever the ghost does while it's possessing you? Oh, man. Yeah, ghost law. Um <laughs> Because, like, to to not be considered guilty, you'd have to prove that you were possessed at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can't have a ghost sign a contract, necessarily. That's true. Although, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, handwriting recognition was actually good, so that when they took over your hand to sign it, like, no, this is a completely (laughs) different signature. (laughs) You have to sign sign my body out and sign it back in when you're done with the possession, please. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, a whole new section in the library yeah no kidding 
I'm just still thinking about what what are all these ghosts doing? Like they're just wandering around aimlessly? Are they are they having ghost parties? Just Yeah, I mean, so the like one of the big things that I could think of that ghosts could do that, you know, would would probably keep them busy for a while is they could literally explore anywhere. Like you said, you know, go to the Antarctic. Well, you could just mm-hmm. you could just walk the entire uh, you know ocean, right, and see stuff that nobody else saw. Right. Um, you could like go into volcanoes. You know. Um, yeah. Although. I wonder. I wonder how many would try to get into space. That's a good point. Like I was wondering. Like what are the what are the laws of physics for for ghosts? Um, right. Because in some things ghosts can float, right? Um, but yeah, they can normally, I think, float or hover around. But can they fly? You know, can they fly higher than the atmosphere? Right. Or what's yeah. keep what's keeping them on Earth? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I was I was thinking like the opposite. Like, what if, like, what what are some of the things that ghosts can't do? Like, wouldn't it be funny if we were able to avoid ghosts simply by building tall buildings, right? Like, what if what if ghosts couldn't climb stairs? <laughs> Don't, I think, I mean, you see ghosts usually like they'll hover or ascend like through the floorboards, right? Mm. Like, can't they do that? Yeah. Although, oh, here's a weird idea. What if the places that you could go or the things you interactive with was based on your time period that you were alive, right? So prehistoric ghosts could only manipulate like natural things like stone, wood, um, mm-hmm. but like ghosts from you know the Middle Ages could like you know interact with iron and you know steel and things like that, um, right? Which means that modern ghosts would be super interesting. Like all the ghosts born like after the 60s could like maybe they could go into space because we've been into space mm-hmm. so, so like modern ghosts could visit the moon right they could live on the moon yeah a- away from all the humans i bet i bet they'd be tired of living with us too yeah they'd probably be like there, there's always a human somewhere that I'm that I'm hanging out. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's humans everywhere. I went to Antarctica and I, I found Pepsi <laughs> bottles down there. What the fuck are these humans doing? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Imagine, imagine all those ghosts that were like on Everest until it started being climbed. It's like, dude, it's like this was <laughs> our place. <laughs> it was so peaceful up here. Yeah. Exactly. Now there's now there's hundreds of people every year. Yep. And more ghosts every year too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I learned that like th- there are some like grim things. Just like a, a random tangent on that, there's some grim things on Mount Everest. Um, like there's yeah. so many oxygen bottles that it looks like you know essentially a rainbow of tubes in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain like sign like not it's like landmarks it's like oh yeah that dead person signals that we're here right yeah there's yeah, i there's one in particular that i can't remember what its name is but it's like one of the main landmarks when you're climbing is that one dead person right yeah yeah I it's mean, pretty morbid yeah i mean it's certainly a way to be immortalized certainly not the one that they were planning <laughs> i mean you have to kind of plan for that if you're going up everest yeah it's it's not entirely unexpected that you might not come down. Yeah, exactly. Although it's not exactly healthy for humans to be up there. Right. I think above twenty four thousand feet, maybe uh, it's it's somewhere in the mid twenties um, that you literally can't acclimate. Mm. Like below that, if you spend enough time and do enough work, you can live at that height. Um, right. But be, above that, it's like you're you're just screwed. In fact, it th- th- there are actually people who have ascended it without supplemental oxygen, but they have to like do special training. They have to like 
find ways to like pre-oxygenate themselves and then they have to go up oh, and geez. down very quickly. Um, yeah. And somebody said, it's like, you know, maybe only people who can do that should be allowed. It's a good rule. Yeah. So, mm. so yeah. So let's see. Yeah. Everyone would be tired. And then you of get up other. there and there's, and you get up there and then there's just ghosts everywhere hanging out at the peak anyway. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's ghosts up here too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> oh man. That would be funny. Like, um, one of the few places, cause there, I think there would probably be a demand for like ghost free zones. Um, but it seems like the most practical way to do that would be, uh, like airplane rides or boats, right? Like you build a brand new boat, you, you, you know, you, you're not guaranteed to, to get zero ghosts, but you're just less likely right. to get them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you build a new vessel, you put it out at sea and you don't ever bring it back to shore. So no ghosts can what take over or infest it or whatever. Yeah, because it's not that they necessarily couldn't get to it. It's just that they'd have to find it first. Right. Yeah. Well, there's ghost ships, too, right, in modern mm. mythology. That's true. So maybe yeah. there are a bunch of bunch of ghosts out there on the ocean sailing around. Yeah, the, the eternal question, what what physical materials do you get to ghostify, right? Because... I mean, I guess that's better than a whole bunch of completely naked ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although you yeah, gotta wonder cause... why do shirts get an afterlife? <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess ghosts would be naked, right? Because the clothes would just fall off of them. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's always the thing like... The, the question that people ask in sci-fi because you've probably seen at least something in sci-fi that has uh, a person walk through a wall right like some sci-fi gadget that lets you do that and mm -hmm. then they completely ignore the fact that you wouldn't be able to breathe the oxygen and that you'd immediately fall through the floor <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well you have to overlook those small things for the sake of the story you know yeah yeah. Um, for the sake of this story, 100 billion ghosts, let's assume that they have some ghost clothing. A little bit of ghost modesty. modesty. Yeah. yeah, only the very oldest of old ghosts uh, are, are, you know, stuck without clothes. Right. right, yeah. Yeah, the ones that didn't have any clothes to begin with. Yep. Hmm. Although they would have animal pelts, so semi-ghost semi animals. Yeah, and I guess we talked about it briefly at the beginning, right? But animals don't become ghosts in this scenario. Like yeah, we're talking it, only only humans. Exactly, it's completely arbitrary. Um, but you know, all this is completely arbitrary. Um, mm. But may, maybe we just like dig into that that idea that that once you reach a certain level of intelligence as a species, something just makes you turn into ghosts because you haven't done the thing. TM. Mm -hmm. And animals, other animals just don't do that. Although um, that leaves an interesting open space for like, what if there's just some dolphin species out there that just like peeks over the edge of that and now you have ghost dolphins. Right. That's what I was just thinking. Dolphins are probably the next species to ghostify. Yeah. Or maybe some sort of other primate great apes or something yeah or maybe are... squid right or octopus octopus are the octopus. ones that are silent. yeah yeah octopus are really smart octopi mm. um ghost octopi <laughs> those would be kind of creepy <laughs> you ever seen those things yeah. walk across land like they oh yeah kind of weird looking anyway yeah, suddenly they like the the ones that can change color. Suddenly they're just not that color anymore, and, all, and just like running away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's creepy enough when you look at the bottom of the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And now, and like you were saying earlier, there's probably just a bunch of ghosts wandering around down there too, just on little ghost vacations. Right. Ghost tourism to the bottom of the ocean to see what's at the, see what's down there. Cause the pressure's not affecting them. Yeah. They don't need yeah, to exactly. breathe. Would they be able to see anything though? That's a good question because I mean, generally speaking, they're not interacting with light, but we don't think of them as blind because right. that's the other thing. Like if you think of the invisible man, it's like, okay, great. The guy's invisible. That means that when he closes his eyes, the light goes straight through him. And because it can't hit the optic nerve because that's invisible too. Um, so we just assume that there's like some sort of like, they, they can see things in a way that's different from us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe, maybe gravity waves or, you know, whatever, so, something that, that lets them see. So they wouldn't see like the colors that we would, but they would right. see like objects. Hmm. Yeah. I never thought about that before. How would a ghost see things? Sorry. Now I'm uh, Now I'm trying to picture what this room would look like if I was a ghost. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the best thing that I could think of is, like, if you were trying to interpret a radar return, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the, the closest analogy I can get to. Um, although, sure. uh, it wouldn't work for this, but imagine if ghosts could only see things when there was someone with eyes looking at something around them. Ooh. <laughs> so they'd, like, depend on, on things with eyes to see. Mm-hmm. And would that be some sort of, like, not full possession, but some sort of, like, semi-possession that they can then see through our eyes? Yeah, essentially. Um, But if it's any eyes, then they could use, like, animals or bugs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Hmm. Although, imagine how disorienting that would be. It's like, you're looking through human eyes, (laughs) now all of a sudden, you're looking through compound eyes on a fly. Right, yeah. (laughs) That would be that would maybe not help so much. You'd be disoriented all the time. Yeah. Oh man, that would be so weird. Um, although on the plus side, you'd be able to like look through like bees' eyes or birds' eyes, which I think some of them can see a little bit of UV. Mm. So so that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think bees do right. Mm. Don't they see some UV light? Yeah, it's usually things that can do pollination. So it's it's. Right. I think it's some birds too because some birds are pollinators and, yep. and and like I've seen pictures of like flowers that look relatively bland in visible light, but in UV, they like have all these patterns on them. Hmm. Cool. Huh. Dead air. Yeah. Well, if, if you use it, yeah. <laughs> If you're using Pocket Cast, that cuts uh, dead air um, automatically. Mm. It's a feature you can turn on. Um, oh, nice. There actually was another thing that I was thinking of. Um, like, these, these ghosts, right? They have some kind of energy, right? Because they can make cold spots. They they, they can perform actions. You know, they, they exist. So there's, like... Would there be global warming because of ghosts? <laughs> hmm. But are ghosts are they consuming any resources though? That's a good question. You know, because anything that has a pattern, right, has to exist in some way of, of having an energy gradient. Mm-hmm. And ghosts are just doing it differently. So it makes me wonder if like if they're generating like this this equivalent of heat like waste heat would it affect us or would it just affect them like they'd suddenly continually get hotter right and we'd be like i don't see the problem yeah uh, because otherwise whatever meager resources they are consuming or whatever however they're taking energy in is probably going to quickly affect us with that many of them hmm even right, even if it's at a very small scale, we're talking about a massive amount of ghosts. Even at a very tiny scale, would be uh, would probably have a pretty large impact. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a massive accumulation effect, and mm-hmm. you know when when would it get bad for us, right? Like, what's the tipping point? Uh, so, like, there's not even like a good way to visualize it. I think like when that would happen. Uh, although, like for what they consume, th- this is like not sci-fi territory, but like actual science territory. Um, have you heard of dark energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So it would be interesting. What if ghosts were like consuming dark energy? So the universe was just expanding slower where we are because we have ghosts. Hmm. Although that would be an interesting way to like detect. Imagine if we detected an alien civilization and it was just all ghosts because there was just so little dark energy in some area. (laughs) Oh, and we get there and we're just like, wait, we, we were certain there was life here. (laughs) <laughs> we can't see anything oh, man. although would you would you want to visit a place that is just known to have so many dead people <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, that might be a bad sign it's like it might just be an yeah. old civilization or something very bad happened here right yeah <laughs> uh yeah maybe turn the spaceship around guys i don't think we're <laughs> i don't think we're heading the right direction yeah exactly Although, imagine using ghosts for, like, spatial engineering. It's like, we need to bring that galaxy closer. Quick. Take all, take all these people on, all these ghost people on the spaceship. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess, I guess they would have to be consuming something that was, was sort of intangible like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that would just don't fully understand Mm -hmm. or can't see or can't measure yep hmm well i think i guess going back kind of to the beginning of the premise right ghosts are everywhere in in our daily lives would it would we still be doing the same things that we're doing now or would it somehow change the way that our society functions yeah i mean there's there's so many other angles aside from like you know the the obvious one of religion um Mm -hmm. horror movies would be very different right (laughs) um so there wouldn't be like "Ooh, there's a ghost it's like yeah 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 we know um so maybe maybe there'd be like a horror movie where people are just like exploring an area and they realize there's absolutely no ghosts around and right. that freaks them the heck out. It's like, wait, and that, and that's super scary. Yeah. <laughs> if there's no ghosts, this is a really bad place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yeah, a horror movie where all of a sudden there's a, there's a ghost apocalypse and there's no more ghosts anywhere throughout the whole planet. And we've become so used to having them around that that's terrifying mm. now. Right. What happened to all the ghosts? Was it a ghost rapture? Was it, a, you know, yeah, maybe the ghost plague? the ghost found out how to do the thing, TM, and, <laughs> and they all left. It's like, well, wait, we don't know. <laughs> Couldn't one of you guys stuck around and told us what the thing is? Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own, suckers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, or like, um, it, it would be like a maybe a combination one where, like, there's like an alien ghost <laughs> right yeah sci-fi ghost stories would be pretty interesting to to figure out yeah i mean uh, the but the scariest horror movies deal with people right not yeah. ghosts well true crime podcasts would be very different um cuz people will be trying to interview the ghosts mhm so what exactly happened to you? Yeah. Although this is like, I, I guess there should be like a trigger warning for this because it's just super weird. Did you hear about the ban that YouTube had to implement recently? Mm-mm. So some creepy ass weirdo pod, uh, podcast. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm not naming anybody. They were AI generating the voices of actual victims of serial killers and then interviewing them. Oh yeah, so like Google said, no. Yeah, that's hell no. Gross. Yeah, 
And I, I completely agree with that decision. No, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Did you see, I just saw today that, um, I think the, uh, the people that put out that George Carlin AI special are getting sued now. Oh, good. I mean, they deserve yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And I assume that they expected that and the publicity will outweigh any costs that they'll incur, but still good. Yeah. I can't off, think of anybody who topic, even but... liked the idea of that. Except for the person who made it, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, no, I, I hadn't heard that about YouTube, but that's very disturbing. But I, so I just had a thought, though, right before that, when we were talking about, you know, trying to interview a murder victim for a, for a podcast. I mean, crimes in general would be investigated very differently. Mm. Good point. Yes. Right. I mean, particularly murders, right? Because you just ask the ghost, you'd find somebody that can communicate with the murdered ghost and ask him what happened. But also, there's probably ghost witnesses to everything that's happening. Hey, yeah, that's a good point. And because we have the ghost writer, we could just, you know, (laughs) get somebody to say. Right. So maybe this leads to a more peaceful and less crime-ridden society. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing to have ghosts watching over us all the time. Yeah. In fact, um, you could you could have like you have ghost body cams, right? <laughs> Try to figure out how to how to yeah record through the ghost's perspective. Yeah, exactly. It's like they they have to type out a, a you know a, a nightly report. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I saw today. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Rob shoplifting at Seven Eleven. Well, <laughs> you're busted. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe in that sense it is. Maybe it's for some people. It would be like this um, this sense of morality that they get. You know, that some people get from religion or mm-hmm. whatever because they think that God's always watching them. Well, ghosts really are always watching you now. Mm. And so, if you need that thought of hey i'm not going to do something bad because i'm getting watched or or something now you're literally being watched all the time by probably 10 to 20 ghosts yep um that's a good point so the whole watch all all the time probably changes our security procedures like i think there's gonna be a lot more biometrics in the world and a lot Mm. fewer passwords (laughs) you know you just (laughs) hire a ghost to just shoulder surf it's like oh yeah the password's this Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Locks are probably useless, right? Because ghosts can manipulate things and get in anywhere. Yeah. I wonder how many ghosts would would help criminals. Hey, buddy, you can possess me tomorrow if you let help me break into this house today. Yeah, I mean, that would be that would be a super popular thing. Um so yeah there'd be there'd be essentially like ghost factions like it's like no you shouldn't be doing this you know it's like we're gonna stop you it's like we're gonna you know not necessarily stop you but like we're gonna we're gonna tell the police on you (laughs) tattletale ghosts yeah yeah but then you have a whole other side of ghosts that are helping people be mischievous in some sort of way yeah a whole oh actually a whole other aspect of this that we didn't really touch on uh, if you can record like you know what happened yesterday um, you know the the entire genre of history is going to be totally different um, mm. because you can theoretically it, it you can try to interview like people of certain times um, but there are there would essentially be ghost misinformation it's like hey i'm gonna tell this guy i'm from rome right right yeah although if yeah so so you're you're talking about asking ghosts from particular time periods what happened then mm-hmm. and i was thinking more the ghosts are now recording everything that happens mm-hmm. now and so there would be an accurate representation of history versus what we have now but maybe both. I guess both of those things could be true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, it would, I, I guess there would be enough ghosts from each time period that you'd probably get some sense of more accurate mm-hmm. uh, historical depictions than we have now. Yeah, exactly. Although the further back you go, statistically, the fewer people there are. So it would mm-hmm. still get fuzzy at some point. Right. Although, but if you if you're thinking like maybe medieval times where, you know, peasants couldn't necessarily read or write or whatever, and you know, kings and priests are the ones writing the books of history, well, now you can talk to all those peasants and kind of find out what was actually happening. Yeah, exactly. Give us a much clearer clearer sense of things. History buffs would love it. Oh yeah, It'd be a bonanza. It'd be a bonanza for them. Just direct first-hand knowledge of everything in human history. Yeah, exactly. You you would you would hope that like again that ghost memory doesn't fade over time. That it's not you know the same as human memory. Right. Yeah, I mean, it would I guess they'd only have the memories they had when they died, probably, right? Oh man. So. You, you would hope that those would be like the, 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 the best ones because they, you know, were recorded, quote unquote, when they were alive. But um, have you ever seen the movie Memento? Yep. Yeah, I love that movie. Imagine living hundreds of thousands or millions of years like that. It's like all <laughs> the memories you have are from when you're alive. It's like, wait, wait, wait. You tell me I'm dead? <laughs> Every day you got to I'm a ghost? What? What? I can't even write it on my arm. <laughs> I can't get this tattooed on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, what do what do we think? Net positive or net negative for for human society currently? Oh boy. Um, like, I think there are certain fundamental things that that won't change. Like, I think that there would be some kind of religion still. Um, and I think one of the, one of the biggest things that I think would change to some extent is like some people would have a different feeling about death, right? There, there are people who are just afraid of death because they don't think that they're going to exist, but if they Mm -hmm. know they're going to exist, they wouldn't have that specific fear. Um, right. But then, you know, they, they, they know that they will exist, but that they mostly can't, or they, there's a good chance they won't be able to do much of anything, right? Because right. If, if, if only some ghosts can interact with materials, but they can also talk to each other, they're just going to say, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of guys and people here who just, they can't do anything. <laughs> Right. They just sit around talking all day. That's all they can do. Yeah, exactly. Although, wouldn't it be funny if, like, because of all that they all that they had access to was, like, just talking and thinking, that they just, like, became, like, philosophers and mathematicians, right? <laughs> I guess they would. And that's interesting. You said that some people would be less afraid of death, right, because they know that they still will exist in some mm. sort of manner that actually would make me more afraid of death. Exactly. So there, there would be people like that because it's not, it's, it's also not an ideal situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Like now, you know, Hey, I just don't exist anymore. That's fine. Right. You're not there to worry about it. <laughs> existing for a millennia. Yeah. As a ghost with very limited control over, over things is much more terrifying to me. Yeah. Although I just had a really weird thought. Like, imagine people eventually, like the living, just eventually got tired of ghosts. So we just didn't, we invented like a space industry specifically for ghost removal. <laughs> but the thing How would it, we remove ghosts? Well, that's the thing. You'd have to, like I mentioned, they'd only be interacting with the things that they could at the time so imagine somebody had to build like a wooden box and then just trick the ghosts into it and then launch it really quickly before they can get out of the box (laughs) yep 
and we're just blasting them out into space. Somebody else's problem then. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I guess there would be a whole industry trying to figure out how to get rid of them, right? Probably a pretty booming industry. Yeah. And the, of course, there would be like this weird time where all our ideas weren't based on science, right? Because mm-hmm. the Victorian age is a very interesting age because we're discovering a whole bunch of stuff and not knowing what the heck to do with it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, of course, we should have uh, arsenic, uh, you know, like like face paint because people love to look pale and sickly. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and it does that in multiple ways. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know net negative or net positive for society. I don't know which way I would go. I think there would be... I guess it would... I'm going to go net negative. I think it would be... For a while, it would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would probably lose some sort of sanity, uh, knowing that there's dead people everywhere, or knowing what happens to you after you die. Mm-hmm. Um, there'd be all sorts of nutty religions that would pop up around it that probably wouldn't be helpful for society. Yeah. It's not great for the ghosts. No, <laughs> right? They're they're not having fun, probably. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go net negative on this one. I don't think it's a great scenario to be in. Yeah, that that's that's fair. Yeah, some good would come of it, though. Yeah, my like my personal hope. The, the reason why I would try to stay neutral and say I just like I can't predict it is because there's so many add-on effects that we're just not thinking about that like maybe we're missing something but the you know the the more i think about especially with you know your your explanation it's like yeah it's it it probably is a net negative um you know there, there are certain things that i think people are better off not having to think about <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. one of them yeah <laughs> yeah yeah generally people right ignorance is bliss Uh right i mean it's a saying for a reason generally people don't want to know a lot of the things that that we don't know i think maybe yep (laughs) yep definitely fair so i think i mean i think we've reached a natural end to this um which is ironic because i just realized we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning oh so so we'll do it at the end uh in case you wondered who the heck we are and this is the first episode i'm i'm rob he him i'm john he him and uh this is the hypotheticals podcast um where we do the thing that you just listened to um you know absurd questions absurd and serious answers yes i like how we just got into it we didn't no preamble today yeah exactly because i press record like right when we started um, ah. yeah so um so that means i pretty much don't have to cut anything which is nice um so yeah so i guess um that leads us to <laughs> our intro to our outro um <laughs> so i picked uh a podcast that again one i've been listening to um that that's doing a good job uh, i recently started it because i finally caught up on some other ones uh it's called decoding the unknown it's also a YouTube channel, um, and if you've ever been on YouTube, and you've ever heard of the name Simon Whistler, or Today I Found Out YouTube channel, it's one of his many channels. Um, he basically, he's a, like definitely a rationalist, you know, science appreciating person, um, which is why I, l- I listen to his stuff. And it basically starts off with some supernatural, in some way, idea and then he basically just craps all over it, <laughs> like for most of it. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hear the conspiracy theories, we'll hear the ridiculous stuff, and most likely, because he he enjoys the ones where there's actually an answer to whatever it is. It's like, you know, the whole like you've heard of uh, Roanoke, right? The whole mystery of Roanoke. Um, 
I recently... Uh, maybe. Ah, well, I should cover it for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what it is anyway, so that's fair. Um, so in early colonial times, I, I'm not going to even guess the dates, but it, it well predates America. Um, there was a ship that brought people over, and they took over basically the island of Roanoke. And because they didn't have enough supplies, um, the captain of the ship and like some people had to go back, I think it was to England, um, and get supplies. And it took them three years to get back because of various issues. And when they got back, basically all the structures that they built were gone. And there was a thing that was written Croatoan on uh, a tree. Hmm. And there was never any indication of, you know, dead bodies or anything. Um, and it was supposed to be this huge mystery. And it was like a 22-minute episode. And it was basically, um, they wrote the name of another island. And there was a friendly tribe there. And there were reportings of European-like people and European-like children, you know, that had some European features decades later. Hmm. They hmm. went where they said they were. <laughs> they just packed up and moved and left a note. Yeah, because... Thing where they had gone. <laughs> yeah, because three years without a without a meal is, is too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got tired of waiting, guys. We went and found our own food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there's a lot more details to it, so it's, it's fun, uh, sure. but he does that a lot. Um, so how about you? Do you have any recommendations? It doesn't have to be a podcast. It can be anything. Uh, yeah, well, like I said last time, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. I know that's that's weird. Is it somebody who's helping to host one? <laughs> um, but I saw uh, an excellent band this last week uh, that I would recommend. Their name is uh, Papadocio. I'm sending you the name now so you can get it right. Thank you. Um, yeah, I saw them. Uh, I listened to them for quite a while. Saw them for the first time this last Saturday. Mm, cool. um, lots of keyboards, lots of synthy, dancey, psychedelic jam band kind of music. Um, very danceable uh, and had a great time seeing them. Would highly recommend it. They're on tour now and uh, they are based out of, I believe, Asheville, North Carolina. Ah, cool. Well, I so will that's, find that's a link my to that. Music rec for this one. Nice. Yeah. That will be added to the show notes. So, yeah. um, yeah, I definitely spelled it wrong. Uh, so thank you for the link, uh, for the, yeah. the correction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so the only other outro things are basically, um, if you did like the podcast, uh, and you use a podcast app that has a rating system, uh, please rate it so that people can get exposed to this. Uh, we're in, I, I think I mentioned it before, like 14 countries, uh, mostly in the U.S. because, you know, that's where a fair amount of English speakers are. And um, we have an email, which is that.hypotheticals.podcast at gmail.com uh, because all the other good ones were taken. And, uh, yeah, feel free to send us uh, thoughts or anything, um, you know, spam, whatever. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Goodbye.